everybody. It's your old pal McEwen. Bill and I forgot to record an intro for this episode of the podcast, but uh, so it's just me. So uh, I'm back from vacation. We talk about that. Uh, Bill sucks with his irons. Talk about that. And uh, we give some tips on uh, some easier ways to keep score on your golf card, uh, scorecard. So that's cool. But uh, first, we have lots of catching up to do around the creek. So that's where we start. That's it. That'll be the show. Hope you guys like it. But, uh, yeah, I kind of like being the only one introducing. I never get to talk this much. Bill always does all the talking. Just kidding. I love you, Bill. I know you're listening to this. He does talk a lot, though. We all know it. Anyways, welcome to that range life. Here we are. Here we are. Back. In the garage, that range life, a show sometimes about golf. Over here, Chris McEwen at Chris McEwen. Hey, All the social medias. Hey. Uh, I don't know if you know this, he is the host of the hit golf podcast, Golf Origin Stories. It's true. I'm Bill Bush, DriveRangeHeroes.com, at Range Heroes, on all the social medias. Speaking of all the social medias. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, I did something. I registered at Range Heroes on TikTok. Did you? Guess how many posts I have up there. One? Zero. <laughs> Guess how many people I'm following on it? Zero? Correct. Okay. But I thought about this and went, you know, I'm the, I have no plans. Maybe I'm the worst. Maybe this will be an intern grant project. Do we have uh, that Range Life other socials? I think so. Okay. I feel like I went through that. I, I definitely don't have TikTok. <laughs> um, so you should probably do that. But um, I, it dawned on me, I may not want to do TikTok, but I need to protect at Range Heroes on it. Right. So right. I got that. Nice job. So we have that. Okay. Um, hey, while we're on the subject of social medias and the internet and everything you're supposed to do. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, go down below. Such a pro. Hit subscribe so you know and every time. Every time we're going to pop up in your feed. Yeah. We got a video. Yeah. And you're back. We're going to get into your vacation. You're back. We're going to get posting. Um, Can I do the one for the podcasters? I just don't, hit the bell, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hit, the hit, the bell. hit the bell. Hit the bell. Yeah. Uh, podcast listeners, uh, you know, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. It does wonders for the uh, for the podcast. And that has wonders. continued to grow just as much as the YouTube channel. It's been really fun. Good, good. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. I guess before we get going here, I'm looking at your bucket hat. What, what's our print on this? Uh, this is, I'm not real sure exactly. Uh, it's a, um, it's another, it's a Riot Society hat. Uh, and it's kind of like a California sort of 90s. You know, it's got the bear on there. Right. Having right. a drink. Uh, you know, another, another Poshmark find. Does Adam Unfiltered have one yet? No, these no. are all one of one. These oh, are all one of that's one. Good point. I almost bought you a bucket hat. Adam, it- Adam buys the bigger brim ones he's got some good big brim ones i almost bought you a bucket hat but it was a large extra large i'm like he oh. doesn't have that big of a hat yeah that's tough so, i did it but i got my eyes open for Thanks, a man. specific time in in history bucket hat mm. all right man um how do we do how do we do this i feel like it's <laughs> been so long even though as far as the the audience is concerned we've had a show every week yeah but i mean how was your week off it's it was tough. Um, like this is I'm just it's so baked into what I do. I, it was weird last week being like, all right, I don't have to do a show, yeah. and wh- what am I going to do with myself? And I almost saw like I'll just go sit in the garage and pretend to do a show in the dark, <laughs> go Kramer style. Yeah, just do Merv Griffin. We show. shut it down. We got to retool. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it was it was weird. I, I don't yeah. like it, but at the yeah. same time, it was also nice to get caught up on Dawson's Creek and. Uh, yeah. Coming down the final stretch there. I think uh, I'm on episode 20, 21, okay. uh, season six. Okay. And uh, I guess let's just go right into TV talk right out, right out of the gate I, here. I finished it. I figured as much when I, did, I, I yeah. saw in the notes um, yeah. that one of your comments, like, well, we must have finished it. Yeah. But there's a couple things that popped out to me here in season six. 
Joey and actually Sarah, my wife, pointed this out to me. Every single episode of this show from day one is Joey in a knockdown, drag out fight with somebody. Like it's never even definitely a theme of the show. Every episode, yeah. though, like she's screaming. There is at least one scene of her screaming and yelling at somebody about something stupid. <laughs> Wait. Is it stu- like some of it is stupid? Other parts of it, I think, are legitimate. Like, it's just a worn trope that the I think that they just started to reuse over and over again. What they but never like stopped the, using it. Like, it wasn't like they revisited it. Like the or, professor in college, like that dude was the worst. Yes, the so, the young guy with the daughter. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Guy sucked. Well, and, that, and the whole storyline with him sucked. Like the whole thing was, it was so stupid. But what do you know? Joey's screaming and yelling at somebody. Right. And then Patty or Pacey. Well, or and then Dawson the whole like or... she chose her fate, but then all of a sudden had a problem with her pick. It just doesn't make I'm just so She chose her Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She chose her fate, like she chose uh, Which guy Eddie, right? I'm yeah. choosing Eddie. <laughs> right. And then Eddie ends up being really who he's been the whole time, and she has a problem with that. Right. It's like, well, what do you think? And it's not Eddie's fault you made this decision and realized Nah, I don't want to do that because I'm never happy about anything and nothing's ever settled for me. So I'm over that. <laughs> then, thank God we're coming to an end. Now, yes. I wrote a specific quote. Yeah. Season 6, episode Very- 10, Joey said, I had better sex in elementary school. And I think it was supposed to be sort of like a passing dismissive. Yeah, it was a burn. It was like a, yeah. But it was kind of a, like a joke to, on herself. Well, and like, wait, excuse me? How old are you in elementary school? Do that math real quick. It was very awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> but wait, hold on. You keep making me defend all these. Like, it's not a great line, but it's meant to be in jest. I and when feel you, like, like she we said. We all said stupid things in college about stupid things. I, as a parent with a kid in elementary <laughs> school, I'm like, that's a. That's, it wasn't a literal joke. I know, but I'm like, that's that's a weird that is just that's a weird poll. Huh. Fair. Your brain Fair. Your brain's all the, a lot more was, sense. the Christmas episode was where they went they all went back to Cape Side, right? For dinner. And uh Audrey and, drove to the house. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> fast. I don't like what they did to Audrey. They did Audrey wrong. Obviously one of our favorite characters. Yeah. Uh but um they yeah, were running, you that, could tell they were running out of momentum, so they said, hang on. Yeah. Let's go play all the hits. We better destroy her. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and have her drive the car through the house, which was really after that, it was like a nothing. Well, don't you like how she drove through, the, like, drove a car through the house and how nonchalant they were after, like, right. uh, just kind of picking up and go, you're a whole, you have a car sized hole in your house. <laughs> Structural integrity, like middle just, of winter, it's just, Christmas. Right. They just pulled it out of, uh, they pulled the beamer out of the house and then Casey drove it home. And Dougie, do him a favor. Right, right. Don't do this. Look talk. the other way. Yeah, just look the other way, Dougie. Right. At, don't when they go to explain the hole in the house, you know, just right. We'll just be like, a, it's just craziest thing. It just fell apart. It's uh, that Christmas episode was a was another another tough one. Um, and it was it was another sort of like kind of convoluted way to get everybody back to the table together you know that was a that was a challenge when they went to college is like how do we get these people together you know so they <laughs> well, can have Dawson's some... dad so he comes yeah. back from california right. all the time right right yeah um i also didn't realize until the christmas episode the whole time that pacey's wall street job was like a scandalous ponzi scheme kind of job i went yeah i don't think they didn't do a good job sort of spelling that out for us one well, so when they start giving him lectures about oh hey making the right life choices are you sure this is where you want to be i was like what's wrong i mean it's the financial job what is it right and yeah. then of course i think they i think they realize that yeah and so then they really lay it on thick every time like that it's yeah. dangerous or something yeah i mean they 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 force you i mean you know you know the minute that he takes all of Dawson's money, how that's oh, going to work yeah, out. You're, that wasn't predictable at all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I thought it was just like a <clears throat> yeah, like a stockbroker office, and they're just pushing stock. You right. Know. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. How bad, speaking of career Pacey with his goatee, and he finally yeah. shaves off, how bad was the Kmart episode? 
I like the Kmart episode. Okay. I did like the Kmart episode. It uh, It's another like feature, mm-hmm. like just the two of them. Um, I, so there's a couple episodes that I enjoyed and I found a recurring theme in the episodes that I really liked in season six. Okay. Dawson never shows up in any of my favorite season six episodes. And it was, I think there were three of them. I think the Kmart one, there were two other ones where I was like, I got done watching. I was like, those are good. Those are good. And it was because, uh, because Dawson wasn't there. Dawson wasn't there to ruin them. I mean, the Kmart one, yeah, I thought it was entertaining and it needed to happen. I thought that we were going to be done with the Joey back and forth at that point. Like, okay, we've settled. Right. Because it's what's episode 19 or something. Something like that. Whatever it is. yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a plot point in this series that has come to an end. And put our pain in it. Right. We're done with that. And uh, Eddie's gone. Whatever. Let's move on and satisfy the other right. plot lines, but uh, not so much. And I think it's right around then, right, where I send you the text message. The only true romances of the series is Dawson, <laughs> Dawson and, Pacey, and Pacey. Yeah. Which is good. I'm all right with that. Um, I can't wait till we have like a retrospective episode of well, when, when you finish it. Don't forget. God, our, I can't wait. Well, don't forget our special guest that we're going to have. That's true. Um, that's true oh speak of our special guest yeah yeah that callback that was my favorite moment in this entire (laughs) production it was so good 100 percent true um yeah you love that episode too because dawson got a got a what for right i always love when dawson gets a what for he needs to the uh the director guy yes todd is his name yeah um I, i put in the notes his real name Hale Ozen, okay. Ozen, I don't know. Yeah, but man, that guy's he's great. He's really good. We could have used him in this a long, he's long, really long good. time yeah. ago. Yeah, and I feel like he's the he's like the only person who seems like a real actor on the show yeah. to some degree. And he he really uh, like he's a slimy director Hollywood dude, but he embraces it and he plays it off somehow charmingly well. Well, and like I, he's very good. And he need, he realizes he needs the innocence of Dawson to sort of create some like levity in his life yeah i, I, yeah. I liked him i liked him a lot, he a lot what, like, what episode are you on right now 22 20 okay. 2021 he comes back okay good well good he has to i mean wrap yeah. up wrap one, up the one show. last time he comes back and it's very good um he's very good what were you going to say about this episode 22 well or do you should you not tell me because i'm not there yet uh yeah we'll wait Okay. No way. Probably it'll be part of the retrospective, I would guess. Okay. And what did you realize in the intro? There's never so on Netflix, mm-hmm. the Netflix show. Yeah, I, I know what you're gonna say. There's no skip intro. Yep. I, it took me whatever we've watched now, 300 episodes. I'm like, I can't skip this intro. What about the? Well, thank God. <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't ever would. Speaking of, that never would. As much as I gripe about this show and like, oh, I can't take it anymore. That intro. What? So roughly. I mean, what, roughly 200 episodes into this thing? Yeah. Every single time. I'm ne- like, never misses. Still. Never misses. Still a banger. Never misses. Love it so much. Yep. And it like, I can be tired. I can be crabby, whatever. As soon as it hits, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Feeling it. Perk up. Feeling like, good. Yeah, here we feeling go. good. Here we go. Yep. Um, That's how, I mean, I'm telling you, we wouldn't have been able to last this long through this series again without that intro. No. That intro is the MVP of the whole show. Yeah, not a chance. Yeah. Then also at the end, when credits come on, usually like, you know, next episode starting and whatever. It yeah. doesn't do that either. No, you're right. Play through the whole credits. And then it and then it shows up. But yeah. This has been the one that I was saying this last rush before it goes off the air. Um I've missed Walking Dead for the last few weeks, so I have to get <laughs> caught up on that. Uh, I gotta I'm that's probably available for me now. I gotta go watch it, I guess. Yeah, so I have to I have to get that done. But uh What is it what there's six episodes left? I, I don't even know. Okay. Because yeah. I'm just sort of like, whatever, as long as it shows up on my TV, but there is I'll a, watch I, it. I did see uh, there is a spinoff with uh, Negan and what's her face? Maggie. Maggie. Yeah. yeah. Like officially there's a good no, I, that's I texted you. You must have not realized that's why I was texting you. I didn't you know like that, that was like factual. I thought that was like. No, they had commercials for it. And oh, I go, oh, of course. I, yeah. I, I don't. It, watch. It'll be awesome. And I, yeah. I, I just don't have it in my spirit. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. Um, Wait till wait till one last Dawson Creek point. So today, uh, I started watching the hour special on YouTube of their reunion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's 
it's fantastic. It is good. It's really all good. Right, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it, it brings everybody back together. Um, well, the kids and Grams. Grams is still kicking. Grams. Here's what I learned. I'm just gonna give you one little tidbit from the because we you should watch that too when it's when you're done. Um, Grams was like an opera singer. Oh yeah. Theater like Broadway like she was a big deal man yeah i went down there she was also like 53 years old when she played grand i would say she was old there's something like she was younger than somebody's parent on the show but yeah like we need somebody to be this person yeah you're gonna be old yeah but it's a really fun it's probably you know it could have been 30 minutes didn't have to be 55 Right. Well, well, it's still it's good. a Dawson's it's Creek still, thing. Of course, it's going to be longer than good. it needs to. Listen to listening to uh, Williamson, the creator, talk about it and how it came about. You know, he wrote Scream. That's right. Yeah. He wrote Scream. He wrote I know what you, I know what you did last summer. Um, now, if you asked to be, I said, oh yeah, that's right, right. You saying it makes me remember. Yeah, it. Yeah, I would yeah, yeah. never would have remembered that off yeah, the top. That of was that. his first his first like thing was Scream. Right. Dawson's came after that. Um, but okay, I'll leave the rest of it. Uh, it's really good. So, I've been enjoying it. So I haven't finished it, but it's good so far. Two more things. One, speaking of the Kmart episode, saw today. Kmart used to be, you know, big giant retailer. I mean, hell, it was in Dawson's Creek. It's true. Three Kmart's left. Is that after right? New Jersey just shut a bunch down. Did you did you ever left. think there'd be no Kmart's? That I mean, basically insane. once once Venture left forever ago, like yeah. Is nothing sacred anymore. Man. It was only a matter of time. Yeah, I guess. Next, I mean, one day it's going to be Target. Right. You know? Nothing is sacred. It's true. Not that Target's sacred by any means. Well, to some people, it's probably sacred. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that is uh, that's crazy. No. Okay, one last thing. Okay. <laughs> All of a sudden, season six, boom, switch flips. Michelle Williams has the weird short haircut. Yeah. This is, though, her star has risen at this point in Hollywood. Do you remember, because this is your wheelhouse in history, do you remember what she was doing at the time? Early 2000, right? Yeah. Maybe, like, this would have been, like, 02, I would think. Yeah, I don't know if she was doing anything real, because all of her success was, like, broke back um, when she got nominated for that. Uh, What was it? Manchester Manchester by the Sea? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She got nominated for that. Those are all late... 2000 I feel movies, like she had right? to be was she she could have been doing something but why do I feel like was she in one of the one of the Scream movies wasn't she and maybe in Scream 2 mm, but I don't maybe. think they were making it by then yeah no but she I feel like there's no there's, that haircut just some was reason. such a dramatic change right. like it had to be yeah there's some reason for it but yeah I don't know I, I if she was still you know she was still I don't know middling around I think I don't think she maybe she was doing some movie but yeah. All right, well, nothing, nothing, nothing jump out. Yeah, yeah. whatever. The haircut changed. All right. Her hair changes a couple times in six. Yeah, but that was a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For big sure. one. For sure. All right. That's mm-hmm. a lot of Dawson's Creek talk. We probably, I think we only have. It makes sense since we just watched the Masters to start the show with Dawson's right. Creek. Well, I noticed <laughs> in our notes, I don't, I didn't even put the Masters in. I, I didn't noticed either. you didn't. As, do do we need either. to talk about the Masters? No. I, I mean, more... I guess, do we need to like. I don't say I don't want to say apologize to Scotty Scheffler because I think we gave him his due. We were a little like I can't believe he's the number one player in the world. So I guess I, I apologize to Scotty well, for that. And along those lines, um, Ryan Q Info posted something like, "Oh, day one or two. So Scotty Scheffler is the best player in the world. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like how can you? Yeah, it's hard to argue with it. Yeah, I still think he looks like he's forty and not twenty five. I still can't believe he's twenty five years old. Yeah, it's that's baffling. Well, and I do. I feel like I've been watching him play professional golf like right. since Ricky Fowler came on the scene. <laughs> right. Nope. I don't know. It was um, it was a fun Masters, and I, it's funny because though how much like the tune, everybody's tune changed by Sunday. Tiger was a yeah, yeah moot yeah. point and leaking oil. Yeah. Um, like oh, this Masters sucks. It's like yeah. But technically, like when Tiger wins the Masters by twenty in previous efforts, well, I think I think the, a lot of the people that that say that kind of stuff 
are the, are just the tiger watchers, right? Like, right. Or if you if he is up by fifteen shots, it's an amazing Masters, and they all love it. Right. There, but that's really. I mean, it, it was. To. I thought it was fine. There, it, there were interesting events because of the wind and the weather. So yeah. Like it was fine. I enjoyed it. It's probably the yeah. most I've watched a golf tournament this year. Um, course looked really good. Some just yeah. fascinating things over. I the really enjoyed. Um, so I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of the broadcast. I watched a lot of the um, the online stuff. Yep. So Same. okay. So did you watch? Did you watch any of the broadcast, or did you just watch the feature pair? Also, like feature groups. Yeah. I watch Amen Corner a lot, and yeah. then I like I watched. I like the I, every year. I like that four, five, six feed. Yeah. Something about those three holes that yeah. I enjoy. Because six is a fun hole. I like. I, I like all, that, that par three is great. They're all good. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. I just really. Yeah. But I like watching. I like the feature groups because you got to see guys that you just don't get to see. Very, you might like. I watched a full round of Tony Finau playing golf. I never. I'm not a huge Finau guy or anything, but like, I just right. don't. You don't get to see him that often, and like some of these guys, you just don't get to watch play. Um, so that was kind of cool. I enjoyed that. Just kind of hanging out with the with the feature groups. Uh, when the wind was blowing, I think on Saturday probably. Uh, man, the shanks. And the pull, like just the bad shots, like yeah. that was in their heads, man. They were hitting terrible shots. Like I don't know how many times we saw uh, shots go into from what was it, uh, eleven? No, um, which what's the par three? Twelve. Yeah, yeah. So from eleven, you know that it's that the shot you have to hit over the creek or whatever. They're sending balls into the patrons. Watching shots off the tee box at 12. Well, and then uh, I saw also on Twitter, someone said that at some point in time, like Tiger Woods said, it went, one of the misses when they don't know what it's going to do at one of the holes in Augusta, like, yeah, they aim for the patrons because they're like, it's going to hit them and stay, right. stay wherever. And play, right. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. I saw Oof. a lot of shots on 12. Speaking of that, I don't know. I don't remember seeing this in, in the past. Guys overshooting the green, mm-hmm. but still having it trickle down the hill back into a trap or bring, like I feel I saw like a lot of that. More often than not, in the past, the ball stays up there, and they yeah. have to hit that weird shot from the azaleas. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. yeah, it was. Uh, but they're not just ripping them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was fun. It was a fun Masters for me. I liked it. Um, Rory going bananas. On the back nine on Sunday was a lot of fun to watch. Again, I think it was Ryan Q info. If it wasn't, it was someone else. No, it wasn't. But it was someone. There's nobody in the world in history who's who plays better golf than when they have absolutely no when chance at winning. Yeah, I I saw that tweet too. I was like, that's it's, so it's so good. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, because I think I think he'd actually whoever that was, um, they posted his his rounds in contention. On mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday, and rounds out of contention, and it was very clear. Like that dude, for whatever reason, at Augusta just can't what did hold he, it. What did he shoot? Sixty four. Sixty four. Yeah. 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 I think it's the lowest round, tied for the lowest round ever on a Sunday. Good old roars. Good old roars. Yeah. Um, last Masters comment. So I'll just say I, I, I thought I wanted to put this in the notes. I'm like, I don't know. It's a little bit of a sort of like. It's just something this person may not want me to talk about with them, but I'll say I was gambling with somebody else's money. I got a text Thursday morning and they're like, hey, I need you to download this app. I'll give you my account and place some bets. I deposited it, but we can't place bets from our state. Right. Can you do it? And this was at five in the morning. I don't wake up, you know? So I took a picture when I did wake up and I saw a text at like 8.15 and said, is it too late? (laughs) So they put a hundred bucks and they're like, I don't care. Just go bet on whatever you want. Just let's have fun with it. See what happens. So, um, you know, I picked like Paul Casey to win. Whoops. Yeah. (laughs) Said, well, that lasted three holes. Did you pick, pick, uh, what's his name too? Uh, uh, Uzi? (laughs) No. But I did, then I picked... um, I put Tiger to win, had to do it. Right, of course. Uh, Tiger to make the cut. Nice. So I made, uh, that was, was 20 it? bucks. Okay, I was going to say, well, I wonder what the line was on that. So I put 20 on it, turned it into 40, right? Okay. Um, 
I'm I'm kind of mad about this one. I put Bernard to make the cut because he always does. Yeah. And he got blown yeah, out. Yeah, he did not make So it that out. wasn't great. I put Cam Smith to win Ooh, right in the beginning. That's so I, fun. That one was doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, but it got to a point where so Casey's dropping, Bernard's misses a cut. Yeah. I made a little money back with Tiger. And I so I have 40 bucks back in the count, and it was just going all over the place. Yeah. Were you Started putting it with, back in when you won it? Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm like, what do you want okay. to just like cut our losses and yeah. we'll save it? Or do you want me to like keep going with it? Yeah. Um, and I, I did, I want to say I did Cam Smith for like five birdies or more. That hit once and Scotty Sheff for five, five birdies or more. It hit. Yeah. Um, ended up finishing, started with 100, 97.50. That's like <laughs> all the action and bets we were making. That's kind of awesome. And, you know, some of them like five bucks, Ooh. some of them 20 bucks. When I did, well, I forgot which, but I did one for 30 bucks. Um, I thought I had a shot at Shane Lowry. And so I had Shane Lowry to win Ooh. with some like killer odds. That was going to win me like 300 bucks. Yeah. Um, and somehow, man, just chipping away from zero back up to that 97.50. I was like, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it kept it fun. Kept it entertaining. Right. Well, and I definitely cared more than I've, right. I've been caring. You know, I right. forgot this is a thing for us now. We're using new microphones. Yeah. And found this guy in the pocket. He was like, uh-oh. You didn't uh, You didn't mute yourself or anything? No, you didn't. Okay. Let's just, is it? Yep. No, we're good. All <laughs> right. So there's the Masters. Um <laughs> I don't know. I play golf. We could talk about it, but yeah. whatever. No, you don't um, want to talk about your golf? I don't have much to say. Uh, I'm, I'm finding the driver again, so that's nice. And it's okay. like, I'm not just finding it, but I'm hitting it far, so that's yeah. good. But, man, I was thinking last year, post my hospitalization, I go, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I'm, I mean, you'd seen it a few times. Like, I was yeah. hitting the ball better than I have in forever. Yeah. Oh, that's long gone. My <laughs> iron game is atrocious. And... I mean, I'm trying different clubs. I, I'm we're getting into some stuff. I'm swallowing pride and all these things. I can't figure it out. Really? Don't know. So my iron game's terrible. I don't know what we're gonna do. It's not great. <laughs> um, so yeah, my golf, it's atrocious. But played with intern Grant, had a good time. This thing. Oh yeah, did you the use clean it? flight. This thing. I mean, I've used it once and it's pretty good and I, yeah. you know, I had thoughts, but man, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I still got the stuff in there. It's the best. Look at that. I mean, look at that. Just clean golf ball. Yeah. I, it's funny. Um, I obviously haven't been out since we played probably, right? In Illinois? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. we both, neither one of us brought it. I didn't bring mine. No, and it's, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't speak. For anybody else around here but I, it's mud ball city oh you, it's gross yeah. you hit a spot you go yeah. there's no mud to be had and you how's the ball caked in it so yeah good thing clean that golf ball yeah that's yeah, awesome this clean fight i'm telling you that's a big deal real deal check it out that's a good <laughs> i love this thing so yeah that was my golf it was uh it was something we played at bow's creek yeah how was it have you gonna, played there before? No, first time okay i have a lot of thoughts and of course jerry's like oh you don't like anything I'm like no 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 <laughs> so I, but I, we'll save that for one of our, you know, top 10, whatever course Ooh. discussions. Um, is it a top 10 course? Can you tell us that? No, it's not. It's okay. Not. But, um, it's not bad yeah, by yeah. any means, but I have, I have, uh, I have a whole discussion we can have about okay. Bose Creek and the Elgin golf scene in general. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, all right, man. What else? Oh, do you want to hear about my trip? I do want to hear about your trip real bad. <laughs> Tell me about it. I really uh, want to talk about Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bars this episode, but we won't. We won't. We can. We can talk about it right now if you want. I did have, I mean, I had a box of them. I had one in my bag for the round. And, I had one in the Dominican Republic. Nice. They're so good. They are good. And I mean, it's it, like, I don't know how it keeps happening, but like every time I reach in, I have them in the ball, the ball bag. Yeah. Every time I reach in, there's another one in there. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just like, it's like, I swore there's only like 12 in this box, but yeah, but I had, yeah, I had one in, uh, in the Dominican. It was quite nice. So good. So, good. so yeah. Dominican, you played some golf, you got in the sun, had some heat. Oh God, that was so great. Just the sun. I can only imagine. Yeah. Was so great. Although my skin is already starting to fall off. Look at that. Oh, so Although great. it feels like I, it looks like I have tan under the tan. So that's nice. 
And then I head back to I head to Arizona in like two weeks anyway. So the struggle is real. I'll with be Chris gone McEwen. before you know it. Yeah. Again. Um, yeah. Anyways, it was a great trip. We've been there. We've been to this resort before. Um, there is a. I think I talked about it. There's a PB die course. Mm-hmm. Pete's kid designed this one. I guess he's done a bunch of resort courses. Um, it's very. It's a die course. Uh, the difference is like French Lick. You have it's kind of targety, a little yeah. more targety off the tee. It's a resort course, so like you can just hit wherever you want, you'll be fine. Um, the first round, I played with a, a, a retired Canadian couple. Yep, naturally. Yeah, uh, the white, both named Sandy. They're the Sandys. Yeah, husband and wife, both named Sandy. Yeah, how about that? Right, married for like forty years or something. Like awesome, awesome human beings. The guy, Boy Sandy, was like one of those golf guys that like just full of one-liners, yeah, just all day, just just peppering you with funny little <laughs> quips, right, right. Um, none that you'd never heard before, and he wasn't just recycling typical golf uh, stupid jokes, but um, yeah, so they were a lot of fun. She was a nurse. she's a retired nurse. He was a retired restaurateur. Mm. Uh, he owned four restaurants in Canada, I think in the Toronto area, and um, there's a point to this story. Listeners, um, just it's just interesting. He started as a dishwasher for a restaurant. Okay, worked his way up, worked his way up, worked his way up. The guy that owned the, the restaurant um, taught him accounting, and then eventually sold him the restaurant. So he had one restaurant. Would go on to open three more. He had four of them total. Uh, we pull up behind the foursome in front of us. Um, at one point, they're from Canada. One of them's wearing like a Canada golf shirt or something uh it's graham delette and <laughs> graham delette but they like they had gone to his restaurant like they knew like they knew of him and they also had a, a friend they'd played at the same golf course it was just like this total random sort of thing but it was just kind of cool to see like and they're like hey are you from canada i'm like no and they're like oh that's a shame anyways and they started <laughs> so i played from the i played from the whites with the sandys which is about 5,700 yards. Okay. Very windy that day. Um, I, I shot myself an 84. That a boy. It was kind of, and I think I could have done the unthinkable and potentially broke 80. But here's the thing. Boy Sandy could see that on occasion I'd run into a golf ball with a driver and it would go 290. Yeah. Right? Well, at a 50. 600 yard golf course with some tailwinds those are go and he's like you know these par fours that are 300 yards away there's one that was 256 or something like that it wasn't even driver uh i i chunked my three wood on that hole but uh, that's neither here nor there it was a point you know then it's a five iron in whatever right. um but uh but i did you know i was just a lot of well i had two balls out of bounds trying to go for a green in one so that's the, so there's your four shots right that'll there. That'll get you, right. right? But anyways, it was a fun round. The second round, though, was really, uh, I played from the Blues, 6,300, whatever it was. Got paired up with a Russian man, hmm. married to a Ukrainian woman. Hmm. So it was a very different round. It was like one of those conversations, you know, just kind of like. You're like, I don't yeah. want to, but I mean, it's, how do I not ask right. you? Right. The thing was, uh, he had moved out of Russia. He and his family moved out of Russia a year, like four or five years ago, um, when he was going to have kids. He did not. He didn't really want his kid born in Russia. Um, and I said, "Have you gone back?" And he's like, "No. They see me as a as a traitor, yeah, as an enemy because I left Russia." And I was like, "Wow, dude." Um, and then of course we got into the whole like Ukraine thing, and um, the best way, I think I, I kind of, I restated what he had said in sort of American terms was basically because, you know, Ukrainians and Russians speak the same language. They are family. They're related. They would right. visit, go back and forth. Like it's very, uh, it's basically if like Wisconsin invaded Illinois. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's kind of what they're experiencing. Like, why are you doing this? That's really what the, what the big question is like, what, why are you doing this? You know, like we're all the same people and you're. Basically, killing, you know, what they see. I mean, yeah, they're no, they, I'm just going, yeah, they, I, like, they see the, they, say, yeah, yeah there's they see themselves as Ukrainians, obviously, but at the same time, like, 
you know, like the Russians are kind of like family, like literally a lot of, a lot of family. It was just a, it was a really, it was a great conversation. We had some other lighthearted conversations. Where as do well, they, so where do they live now? They're in the UK. Okay. Yeah. He actually, he's got twin boys that are six. Um, and they're down here or down here. They're in the Dominican, um, for like four months. Like he just works from there. They rent an apartment and then they do, uh, like, a, a dad, he said, they do a dad resort, which is the golf course. Then you do a kid's resort and then they go back to their apartment and then they'll go back to the UK for school. That sounds awesome. Yeah. It's a good pet life. I didn't get into what he did. I don't want to, I didn't really, I'm not sure I wanted to know. Yeah. At that point I, but, I didn't hurt enough. But he was an awesome dude. Really funny story though. I almost forgot about this. So we get paired up. We're in the same cart together. I asked him like, you know, it's a resort. They're like, you want your own cart? You know, do you want to pair up? Like I assumed he would be like, I'll get my own cart. But he, you know, he's like, whatever, I'll ride with you. I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, um, the second hole, I just, <laughs> resort golf, Chris. And I don't mean like, there's no like, I don't mean like Sand Valley resort golf. I mean like Dominican, whatever. Yeah, they don't give I, a shit. Yeah. I would love not, I like, I, I'd want to be a fly on the wall for it. I don't, cause you'd be different. Like if I were there with you. Yeah. Yeah. I just love to see you in this element. And I don't mean that negatively. Like I just would. I think it, you'd, it'd be really funny. So the other thing too is like for the past since I since our last trip to the Dominican, I've been taking Spanish lessons every day mm-hmm. since we left before like till the day we left, um, like some app or whatever. It's awesome. And I'm like, I don't know if I can use the Spanish, but I would I would try. And uh, it was kind of hysterical because I can speak it relatively well. I can get like senses out. I can describe things, whatever. But when they say something back to me, like I have that look on my yeah, face, just, like <laughs> almost. Look. I mean, then I would go, "English, uh, por favor." Like, <laughs> more like, I said this. I don't think I expected right what was coming back. Right, because then what happens is even like we had like our little guy, our little helper um, at the our resort. Little guy, our little yeah, helper. like he was like I don't know what the, I don't know what the name like. He's just like a guy in the in the lobby, and if you needed something, you would go to him. And be like, "Hey, whatever." Like he booked my rounds of golf. Like, "Hey, man, can you book my rounds of golf?" Is a concierge? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's a concierge. <laughs> you're a little, helper. A, you're a little helper. There's guy. a bunch of them. There's like they're all over the place. We had a butler too, but everybody had a butler. The whole place had has butlers. Anyways, because uh, he's my butler. The butler, <laughs> the butler would make your reservations for dinner and stuff. Anyways, um, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. Um, no, I would I would go up to him. The first time I talked to him, I greeted him in Spanish and I said something, whatever. And uh, and he was like, and he asked like he asked me if I speak Spanish. Like, like he was so excited because I'm making the effort. And then he would just start talking. Me like, nope, nope, Gary, 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 white dude from Chicago, man, just trying to like learn. He's like, oh, okay. But like, they really embrace. Like, they want you know to. What speak. is this, France? <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so the guy jumped in the cart. We're on the second tee box, and he hits his drive. I already hit mine, and I'm sitting in the cart, and he's coming to and his fly is down. So I'm like, Sergey, your your fly's down, man. And he goes, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, okay. And there's cool. no follow-up. No, nothing. Like that was it. I know. Rest of the round, his fly was down. the whole the whole round the whole round his fly was down. I respect that. I, <laughs> What am I going to do? Like, big Russian guy. Like, no, dude. Come on. Like, no. Like, I'm going to challenge this guy. I propose in some upcoming round, we play the whole thing with our flies down. <laughs> but we have to be with other strangers. Right. We have to... <laughs> okay. So now let's talk about the golf real quick because this is the fun part. Mm-hmm. Uh, not being and on the shorter tees, like you play it more conventionally, driver here, hybrid off the tee, whatever. You're kind of playing to these shots. I'd played it once before. The wind wasn't nearly as bad. Much easier. Uh, I had a chance on 18. If I had, I birdied 18. I would have shot myself a 79. I was getting ready for Sergey to sign the card. I'm like, look, man, you have to tell, you have to like you oh, have to vouch see, for this. Then no, you, there, that, this. you did that to yourself. Then you <laughs> had a shot. So yeah, and and you know, yeah, it's one of those rounds where I shot a 42, a 42 on the front, and um, like feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. By the way, the first round. That I shot the 84, 12 putts on the front nine. Jeez. 12 putts. Quite, I, it was quite the uh, grindy up and down kind of round. Because there's a lot of, 
there's a lot of this, the Pete Dye stuff, right? Pushed up like kind of the very kind of uh, Langford Moreau-y sort of like these pushed up. And if you all false fronts, everything was a goddamn false front. And if you just, if you didn't hit the right spot on the green, you're going to come down the hill and be chipping up, you know, whatever, 30 feet. Um, anyways, I had a, I, yeah, if I could birdie 18, I break 80 for the first time in my life and I double bogeyed it. <laughs> I drop kicked, I drop kicked off the tee with driver. And now keep in mind, like driver, I think I said it before, driver has not been an issue for me mm -hmm. at all. Uh, so that's been fun. That's fun. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I drop kicked driver. And so not even to the fairway. And then I hit five iron uh, left, yanked my five iron left and then missed the green on the approach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's what you got for going, hey, you're going to do this. It's funny, like, I hadn't had that feeling in a while where you're on, like, you know, like, I didn't count my strokes. Like, I didn't count them, like, you know, before I got to the 18th. But you look at the card and you're like, well, that's something. Right. Because you can look at it and be like, yeah, okay. Right, right. Something's happening here. I think I have a shot. And so the back of my, it was really just the back of my mind. Like, I might be able to. Yeah, and then when I went back and added up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I needed a birdie. Are yeah. you a squares and circular? I'm a dash for par, plus one for bogey, plus two for double, minus one for birdie. So you don't even write like, you no. don't write like four or five, whatever. No. Okay. Because at the, end, at the end of the day, just, you just add them up and you're like, oh, that's 12. Well, that's exactly, 12 over. So that's exactly what I do. I write yeah. the number. So like, you know, double, I'll do two boxes, whatever. And I think for if I have a triple, I might write like a to the third power. <laughs> So, the box to the third. Oh, so you number. don't do the number. You just do no, the I do, I do. I do oh, the number. Okay. But, like, you know, bogey just being a box, birdie being a circle, mm, whatever. Mm. It's it's pretty easy. But every now and then you get into, like, that's a lot of three boxes are tough to fit in there. Like, yeah. how do you do it? But same thing. So at the end, when I'm done, I don't go, you know, four plus six plus three plus five. Yeah. I just go. You count the shapes. Three boxes. Yeah. Two circles. One box, right. 37, you right. know? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I might, it might have been Scotty that, Scotty and Mark, my my brothers might have taught me that method of just, just throw in what you're over or under. Yeah. And move on, because it takes you, it takes me a second. Listen, if you made it, if you made it through TV talk, Captain uh, <laughs> Crunch finally, Bar talk. Finally, the value is here. There's a little tip for you, how to not have to do too much math on your yeah. scorecard. And... Everyone that's come across my scorecards, it breaks their brain. They're like, what is this? They look at it and they're like, they don't, I don't who know. Who are you playing match play with? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I remember um, well, one time, only one time, I think it was Riv and I were playing in a scramble, two-man scramble, and a two-person scramble, I guess it was. And um, that's how I kept scoring. I handed it in to the, to the score guy. And they're like, it doesn't work and like that. And he's like, what did you do? Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Look at it. It's pretty self-explanatory, but like, you know. I love to, that's so you. Like, oh, hang on, I got to turn a card in, so I'll keep it a conventional way. You're like, <laughs> no. you figure it out. <laughs> you crack the code, mister. You're running the tournament. <laughs> it's your rules. You do it. It's true. That is, that is that's I'm accurate. to the point now. Darren, too, when I went to Indiana with Darren and Mitch, um, Darren, like, saw my scorecard, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you keep the score, bro. What are you doing? Lay off me. <laughs> Right? Yeah. I've gotten to the point where now it's like, you haven't written down a score. How do you know you're 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 really good at that. Yeah. And I go, I I don't know what to tell you because the first three holes were uneventful and were pars, and then oop, that got out of hand. I got a double. Yeah. Don't forget that. Yeah. And then, I feel like, yeah, you and my my brother Mark, you guys keep that number in your head throughout your round and just keep like, I, well, I you just have, you only have to make it nine holes because then you go, all right, I was five over on the front. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then later when I go, all right, I was five over on the front. What it now? These days, it's harder and harder to do because it's like six, seven, <laughs> seven, eight. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But so that's even where it's like, yeah, good GPS watch. We'll just keep it in there. Oh, okay. Playing uh, with Grant, and he has um, shot scope. Is that what you yeah, in the rib have? Yeah. And same thing. The anxiety you can tell, like it, it causes you guys like having to tap into the the flag every hole. Oh, not the flag, but he's got to like do the 
Oh, maybe that's new. I don't no, know. Whatever. You yeah, but he's got to go and like do the. One, yeah. All three of you now. Yeah. It's like. I haven't worn this that thing it. in forever around you. So good, good. Yeah, I got a cinnamon toast crunch bar flyer. I watch you guys doing that in the past. Fine, yeah, you yeah. haven't done it recently. Yeah. And I've seen he's saying like it drives him crazy because then he he forgets it and then he has to go back and edit it anyways because it's not perfect. And I go and thus why I don't use it anymore. I go, why is this? This yeah. is causing. I couldn't handle that in my brain. Yeah. Like this is too much. Even now yeah. with all the. I, we've talked about it, foreshadow this, but uh, the Precision Pro R1 rangefinder that oh, yeah. pairs up with your phone, has all these bells and whistles. I'm like, they're all really cool things. And all these watches, they, yeah. the shot track and stuff, I see the value in all of it. I just want to play golf. Yeah, yeah. I just how yeah. far? Like, don't yeah. don't make me. That's why think... I think. I mean, I didn't mean this to turn into a versus episode. Maybe we should do that. But uh, I think the Arcos is still the best of the bunch. I just really because just... it it knows that stuff. It does a better job at tracking it. Like the last thing I want to do is go back and edit around. Like my numbers are not that important to me. When I, think... I already know that I hit whatever whatever distance. Like. I think the value in those types of tools is certainly good, and you can learn from them and practice and get better. Sure, I, but I, to me, I don't, I don't need those to tell me like, God, I'm still missing the fairway right <laughs> like crazy. Right, I yeah had four three putts today. Like, I don't need that yeah. data. And that's fine if you do. I'm not saying that begrudgingly, yeah, 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 but no. it's almost like I'm just not a good person think, to um, have. Hey, we're gonna make a. We're going to make this that range life topic this week, uh, talking about these devices and have a riveting conversation. Like, I'm just not that guy. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I, I am, I love data. I think data is a lot of fun to go through and, but I don't want to have to go through and clean it up after my round. I, I don't want to have to do if it just did it. Right. Right. And all right, it sounds like Arcos is close to it, but even yeah. like, I mean, it is not in the process. I, it's almost yeah. like, shot link on tv where these guys just go play golf and somebody's yeah. following them capturing it all yeah yeah like if yeah. that's all i had to do great yeah yeah i think maybe it's better <clears throat> i found more value in the when i use shot scope much more kind of religiously was earlier in my golf career mm -hmm. where i didn't know that data which kind of grant is like grant's still trying to figure out a lot of that stuff so maybe he's finding value in it but oh it's at a certain that's point i was just like i, it's I not, know my game i'm not gonna i don't need it I get the value in it. Like, it's good. if Hey, you can get that insight. Great. Do it. And especially if you can do it in an easy way. For me, what kills me is I can't do that much. I'm too, hey, Instagram's not going to check itself on the golf course. <laughs> I can't be worrying about all my shot days and stuff, too. But, yeah, but you know, I mean, at this point, we've been playing golf for long enough. We know our flaws. We know all our misses. Like, what is any shot tracking, shot link, the best in the best? Of, like, what is that going to tell me? That I don't already know. That I'm still not very good. I got it. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Unless unless I'm uh, like Dustin Johnson with a uh, track man hitting different wedges to get my distances on those, which is what. Right. How he got so much better, basically. Then, yeah, I'm in on that. But like my regular game, like, yeah, dude, I know. I got it. Right. Although I'll say this. This is new that I've learned. Uh, I'm not hitting slices anymore. Remember my swing thought? Mm -hmm. My swing thought has changed my miss to just a pull left. You just asked me if I remember the swing thought. And I was like, no, because we talked about that like three weeks ago. <laughs> and so same thing. And the neighbor is like, hey, I uh, saw so whatever. And you were talking about this. I go, I have, I go what? <laughs> I go, when did I talk about that? He's like, oh, you guys, well, maybe you guys were like in the bag. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Right. We say words and then we forget those words. Like Crystal the next day, be like, oh man, this thing. I, I, did we talk about that on the show? Like, <laughs> we have show, and I told the guy, we have show notes where we write down, we're going to talk about a lot of this stuff. And I still forget we talked about it. Yeah. So say they're like, I, I mean, I remember this swing thought episode. I'm like, I can't remember what he said. Oh, I'm I'm pointing the golf head. The I mean, now head. I can't. Oh, at, yeah, right, at the yeah. target. Yeah. For those that are just tuning in, maybe it's the first If you're just joining us. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I'm pointing the club head at the target. And by, by when I say that, I mean I'm making a fuller turn. I got you. Yeah, well, I'm just, you know. But, uh, no, I'm just relating to yeah, what you're yeah. saying. Um, so, yeah, now, uh, 
it's either straight, a draw, or not a not like it's not a terrible pull. Um, like the ball stayed in play at the resort, you know, not a big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, not a big, I, I didn't even mean it. That not way. a big deal. I didn't mean it that way. But um, but yeah, that's that seems to be like I've so you know people talk about. I don't know how. I'm still not sure how I feel about like eliminating one, eliminating one side of the golf course. Because I do like hitting a fade sometimes. I just like to have it be controlled, like do it when I want right. to. Um, but yeah, right now, slices is not is not my problem, which it's, is really fun. I don't know about you, um, and I think of think of our conversations about swing thoughts. Where I'm like, I don't know, I don't really like to go down that route. But like this year, I'm getting close to. I think we might have to have one. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know what, I think I know what it is. And then I go, I don't know how I'm going to make myself do it though. Yeah. Because every time I try to do it, I can't. I'm just going to leave it at that for now. Okay. But, and I'm thinking of yours, like for all you know, you you aren't even doing it, it or whatever. Matter. But yeah. it's like in your head, you go, yeah. I just know when I think this and I feel like I do it, yeah. I'm getting good results. Yep. Good enough. I, I ha- I've yet to, I can't wait till one of you guys see it and be like, oh my God, you're, a, you're Jim Furyk. <laughs> Hey, when did you turn into Matthew Wolf? I say, hey, Matt Wolf, take it easy over there. <laughs> By the way, Matt had another uh, club breaking incident at the Masters. Did you I catch saw. that? Yeah. I did. Um, it's very fun. But then, so but did, it snapped it like off the ground, like it made like a really funny noise, and it was like, I, that's what I'm here for. I like, I like those ones, the Hudson Swafford one, where it just <laughs> sheared off, <laughs> and then. Did you see all the like back PXG backlash happening on Twitter? Oh no! And people are like, first off, shit like that happens all with the golf time. equipment. All the time. And yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna I, I I so I a guy at work told me when it happened, so I went back and looked at it, and I said, well, I know how to build golf clubs, and I'm okay at it. I know how clubs break. I know where builds fail, et cetera. I don't, I still don't know how that happened because chances are that wasn't like a new club that day. Right. He's right. hit a bunch of shots with it. I'm sure he did something at some point, like maybe he hit a root in a practice round or yeah, something. Yeah, or, or like travel, you know. But just to right at the hosel right there, just snap like that. And so the amount of people on Twitter who are like, ah, oh, PXG, I guess your clubs aren't that good. Well, take it easy. The club didn't break. The shaft broke. Who knows what went into that build? Right. Who did what? It, there's so right. many things, but people on golf Twitter is just the best. And you know me, I'm not a PXG guy. <laughs> right, right. So then no, PXG, like, they're just looking for a, a reason. Like, and PXG, I think her name was Brianna, replying to all of them. Hey, no shit. It was a third party build or builder that built that club for him, but we already got it taken care of. And the, there's this weird like blame casting happening. Yeah, yeah. And so everyone then starts replying to that like, this is a pretty bad look. First off, a third, this guy's a pro and it's a third party builder that like doesn't know what they're doing. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. And then of course you have people going, well, actually it does because the pros, a lot of them do X, Y, Z. And finally one guy goes, listen, PXG, all you should have said was, Hey, yeah, it's unfortunate, but we got him a new six iron. He's back on his back on his way. Right, so, right. God, PXG always just killing yeah. it, killing it out there in the <laughs> social media and uh, you know, yeah. worldview. Um, all right, that's still that's still funny. Um, all right, I, I thought of another uh, Grant. You know, what? I'm gonna tell it Grant okay. Grant golf story before we go. First hole, Bo, Bo's Creek. Neither of us have ever played it. It's cold. It's windy. Yeah. It was <laughs> Sunday you guys played? Sunday, Yesterday? yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and, you know, we had to, it had to blow all the cold air out to get that nice warm weather I we know. had in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, Grant hits mediocre-ish drive, nothing special. Hits an approach shot. Left. I'd say left maybe pin high, but still has a lot of work to do. Big, big drainage area on the left front. Uh, let's call it a... 45-yard wedge shot. Okay. Holds out for birdie. You remember when we were playing in uh, at uh, St. Andrews, he almost had that hole out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, it was beautiful. It's it a great shot. Good for him, And man. Um, so he does that. And I go, here's the problem, Grant. I go, you're you're not good enough for that on the first hole, so you're you're gonna have a day. Said so you golf's gonna be mad at you. And sure enough, really? Golf came storming back. There was one hole 
And it, part of it is I don't think he knows what shots to play yet, whatever. Right. But one of the things about Bowes Creek, there's a lot of water for the sake of there being water. And tee shot. Right into the water. Okay. Drops. Hits another shot. Right into the water. And he, I, I think he had an eight or something on the hole. And I go, you hold out for birdie right. That's on the first hole. Right. You did this to yourself. Right. You had this coming. You had no shot. You had right. no chance of playing like, you didn't play bad, but you definitely played good. I go, you had no chance at success once you pissed off God of golf. <laughs> you can't do that. That's on you, Grant. He's like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But he'll learn. He'll learn. It was a really cool shot. And now you can tell people about that. They that's all you need to tell. Yeah. When they ask you how the round was, like, oh, I don't tell them to watch this video. Chipped it, <laughs> chipped it on the first hole. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. Okay. I Plugs. feel like we're getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. You know, whatever. We're back in the garage. We're happy to be here. Sorry if the show is mediocre, all right? I mean, um, if you haven't come to expect a mediocre show out of us, then that's on you. That's like, I mean, come on. But. Thank you for telling your friends to subscribe and staying with us every week. That's we love true. You for it. That's true. What do you have going on? Okay. Um, you've got, well, you, just, I might just rename the YouTube channel to Bill Unboxes Things. You already tried that. You can't change the name of the channel. It's like, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you've got a lot of unboxings coming up. When I'm looking around here, yeah, there's things that aren't one, two, three, that we like didn't even do unboxings so, for. Well, well, why not? I'll take them home with me. So well, I can do an unboxing for once. One of them, because I didn't know what it was when I got it. Even better. Well, it's no. So I didn't think it was a, a thing. And I opened it. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> um, the other two, you can see there. Frankly, I tried. I thought of things. I, oh, there's just not yeah, an yeah. unboxing to do here. Because we have, Yeah. boy, yeah. do we have some videos planned for these some, things that are going to be so good. Got some content plans oh my god i'm so excited for those videos but yeah. um so uh when this video drops i think um there's a rangefinder unboxing that will have been anyways um yeah so that's on its way that's on its way, <laughs> that's on its way. um and then our pals uh from noon and golf were on the podcast and uh, I'm finally releasing that one. I've had a... So say, wait a minute. That was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I've had some downtime. And then I didn't want it to compete with the Masters. Now I feel... I, I told them that I was going to hang on to it until like golf season was much more golf seasonary. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to... I'm going to release that episode, which is really, really, really funny. Uh, those dudes are the best. And we're going to have them on here on the podcast slash YouTube show here. We've already, I haven't told you about it yet, but we've got some ideas. I see, obviously I'm arguing. Like, <laughs> no, not those so, guys. So yeah, they're gonna come on and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna have a fun little draft. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's the rule. Yeah. Come on the show, gotta do a draft. I feel like we're due for a draft too. Yeah. Nice. So keep, stay tuned, hit the bell, all that kind of stuff, subscribe, the next get, couple of weeks. You'll, you'll get notified yeah. when that video comes out. What do you have? Let's see, this week we have the Touradge E Exotics E722 uh, Hybrid. That thing, I'm just gonna say it, might be the highlight of the Exotics 7 Series Metal Woods this year. Really? That is saying a something. A lot of really good, as good as the whole lineup is, yeah. legit, you, you watch the gear talk, hopefully, on the drivers. Card, um, card. It's all great, but this thing is insane. Ball speeds are crazy. Just monster distance, monster distance. I think for you, you like that 721 hybrid so much and, you know, came your old faithful. This thing's like that thing on steroids. Really? Yeah, it's incredible. So sneak peek to that review. Go read it. We'll do a gear talk with it soon because I want to see what you think and how it performs for you. Yeah. And then um, what was the other thing? I hit that hybrid a mile. I hit that hybrid in the, the Dominican, and that was one of the Sandys, like, Jesus Christ, Chris. Like, one of those. Like, just... Wait till you hit... Hammered. Wait till you hammered hit hybrid. this pig. It goes. <laughs> like, it, I, I'm talking like, you. Hit, I hit it. Like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, like, yeah. That was my reaction. Yeah. And then you could do it over and over and right, over again. Right, right. Then we have the new Golf Pride CPX Grip. It's the softest grip they've ever made. It's... Okay. Um, Here's the thing I love about it. The traction pattern on it is inspired by classic BMX grips. 
And so I went down like You're still in my heart. Right. I went yeah. down uh memory lane of thinking all the like when Haro and Redline were still cool bikes and yeah. original like GT and Dino models that now are, you know, junk. But yeah. back then they weren't. God, dinos <sighs> were like Right. God. I had a dino. It's amazing. And then you had the one that got stolen. That was a dino. The dino, yeah. It still breaks my heart, that story. Oh, my God. It's the worst. I don't even know why I brought it up. It makes me so sad every There's time. some guy Anyways. Who, who lives around here with kids, and he's a BMX guy. And I think we've talked about it when you've told the story, maybe. Yeah. And anytime he rides by, and he's very nice, he's like, hey, how are you? And I'll be like, oh, hi. And we're like, where where can I get a cool BMX bike at a like, decent price? Because I want, a ba- I want back <laughs> in this game. <laughs> All right. Anyways, the grips. It's, review on the got a review on them. Check right. it out. Drivingreviews.com. Uh, links, links in the description. In the description. As I thank you for watching. Thank you for coming and joining me again, Chris. It's so good to see <laughs> good you to in person. Oh, man. Welcome back to Chicago. <clears throat> Thanks, hey, how man. you doing? That's Chris McEwen at Chris McEwen on social medias. I'm Bill Bush. Drivingreviews.com at Range Heroes. This has been That Range Life, a show sometimes about golf. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Health insurance with my flying